Hey guys, and welcome to the Brandon Fraser podcast, where we talk everything and anything Brandon Fraser. We're your hosts, Carla. And I'm Daniel. First off, fighting a bit of a cold, so I apologize for the, the stuffed up sound. And Carla wants to say thank you to the people on Twitter. <laughs> yes, guys. Thank you for all the new followers following us on Twitter. Um, also loving our stuff, our content on there and the comments and also the emails. Nothing mean yet. So that's a really good thing to know. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. We totally. really do. Yes. We really do. I've, I've really enjoyed you know, the people that we've followed on our personal accounts and the, the podcast account. I mean, it's nice to go to Twitter every day and see a new picture of Brendan Fraser. Anything related to Brendan, Brendan Fraser. So it's, it's pretty cool to be a part of this community. Have you had a chance to look at that wonderful trailer? We're losing him. He's in cardiac arrest. Resuscitate. He's flatlining, doctor. He's fibrillating. I'll hit him. Charging! Now! Oh, good. Okay. So, yeah, I was at work, and I got a text, or a, a Twitter something. Some way you contacted me, and it oh. said, The Secret of Karma, starring Marsha Cross and Brandon oh. Fraser. Now, yes. I'm sure everybody listening knows that it was probably at least a month ago, maybe when I first saw it, maybe less than that, but the poster released online. Yes, it was released online, and I seriously thought this was a joke. <laughs> I really thought it was like a a joke or maybe like a fan poster. You know how like fans do that a lot for like posters and stuff like that for movies coming out. And when I first saw it, I was, I was, I was shook by it. You were shook. Now I, I want to say to everybody out there, because <laughs> when it comes to being critical of a movie or a poster, I still love Brendan Fraser. I love all movies, but when I first saw the poster for that, my first thought was, that's probably not real. Right. I I didn't think it was real at first. Like I said, I thought this was just someone playing with Photoshop the entire time. And not to be, I know I'm being mean about it, but come on, guys. <laughs> Brennan Fraser, his outfit. Yeah. Well, isn't he wearing like Egyptian attire or something like that. Right. It seemed really cheap, really fake, like low budget. And, and whitewashed as well, you know, culture preparation. Maybe. I mean, yeah. the problem with it is now that I've seen the trailer, I know there was plenty of other footage that they could have used to either get a, a still or an image for, for that poster. Like they did not need to put Brennan Fraser in the Egyptian headgear, if that's what it was. Yeah, it, it. I mean, to me, it looked like it. It's just, it looked really weird um, because I didn't, ex after I saw the trailer, I didn't really expect the poster. The poster doesn't really fit with the trailer we saw. So no. it's very confusing to me, one, who approved the poster? If it was real, it seemed pretty real. <laughs> yeah. Is it on the IMD, IM, uh, IMDB page? I think so. No. It actually, they don't show it. It's not on the IMDb page. Really? Yeah. Well, it's behind the curtain of night. Wait one second. Okay. And so the okay, so the movie title right now is behind the curtain of night. Wait. Okay. So this movie potentially has has a lot of different titles for it. We both kind of agree the tra the poster 
looks cheap. Yes. The, the trailer itself, in my opinion, looked way better than I expected it to look. Okay, so when I first saw it, I was at work. I saw it. I was watching it. The CGI is horrible. It's very cheap. It's like literally the cheap version of Cloud Atlas ver- uh, meets the Time Traveler's Wife or something like that. Because it's like it has that type of content in it. But although it's the trailer's really bad, I have to say Brandon Fraser looks really good in it. He does. He looks healthy. He looks good. You know, even though it looks like the movie was made or uh, done years ago, he still looks good in it. It does. It looks, I think the movie was filmed late 2015 or 2016. So from what I've read, it's been filmed a while ago. We know the budget was under 10 million. Yeah. Which is very low for a movie with any kind of special effects. And yeah, my first thought when I saw the trailer was one, it looks better than the poster. And two, it was clearly inspired by either Cloud Atlas or something along those lines. Because 80% of the trailer, to me, looks fantastic. Brennan Fraser looks like he's back in classic Fraser form. Like I would have thought from looking at that trailer, it was maybe 2010. But then you get these shots of bad CGI, a guy in a spaceship, and it looked really, really cheap. You know, it kind of reminded me. I, I don't know if you've seen the movie. Is it uh, Stormtrooper? No. Super Starship Trooper? Troopers? Star- yes, that one. Oh. <laughs> the CGI is pretty much the same. Well, to be, okay, Starship <laughs> Troopers is a good movie, especially for it being 20 years old. This movie, The Secret of Karma, is not 20 years old. But it had a budget of like $8 million, and that's what you're going to get. The voiceover, that lady talking, was it Marsha Cross? Uh, I think so, yeah. That was that was bad. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are going to disagree and say they like the trailer, it looks good. I think the movie looks better than I expected. I think 80% looks like a great movie. A mm-hmm. lot of fun. Like I would go see it. But the other 20%, the bad voiceover, bad CGI, the spaceship stuff, it comes across too weird. And I think if you have a movie with that kind of stuff, don't show all that in the trailer. Keep right. it a secret. You know, right. like only reveal what you want people to see. So I don't want to jump and say, oh, this, you know, this looks really, really good. I'm not. I don't want to have the high hopes for it. <laughs> I mean, I know I've been kind of like sort of trashing it for a little bit, but who knows? I mean... Chances are they'll probably surprise you. But from that trailer, they could have done a better job. And, of course, they should have had the poster itself correspond with the trailer. The poster looks full-on sci-fi. So when I saw the trailer, Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, this is actually somewhat of a normal-looking movie with a little bit of sci-fi. That's where it kind of – it's poor advertising. So maybe that first poster was not done by the movie company. Maybe it was some random fan, but yeah, honestly, like what I fear is that you see this a lot in like low budget movies where the mm-hmm. director or the writer have like such a vision for some master. They're going to make the next Star Wars movie or something, like a bunch yeah. of sci-fi effects, but they don't have the money for it, so they make the so best they... movie they can for what the know, budget eight, eight yeah. million bucks, and that's what you get. 
Now, if you took that eight million and just made a, a low budget comedy, you're making a very solid movie. Yeah. But they're way outside of their means, and it really does show. Yeah, they thought way too outside the box on this one with that type of budget. I would like to think with Marsha Cross and Brennan Fraser, the script must be pretty decent, or at least I, the idea. I hope so, because, I mean, like I said, you know, it could surprise us with the, the entire like, script itself. It could surprise us, but maybe it, it won't execute as well as you would want it to. But I mean, we just have to like wait, literally wait and see when it actually gets released. But it, it looks like it would go like a straight to video type of movie. I don't think you're going to see this at the movie theater at all. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I saw the poster, I was like, oh, that's so unfortunate mm-hmm. that it for Brennan Fraser, it's very unfortunate timing. He's got trust about to come out. Yeah. And this movie they filmed, what I've heard up to two years ago. That's been like sitting on the shelf or just been waiting so they can finish like the so-called special effects. They're like, oh, Brennan Fraser, he's got a comeback, you know, going on. Let's release this movie. And Let's it's like, embarrass I, I, you, basically. Right, <laughs> the thing is, the bar needs to be higher. And if it was Brennan Fraser today, he probably wouldn't do this movie. No. If like next week they said, here's a script, do it. He'd probably say, you know what, I just work with Danny Boyle. I'm going to hold off and see if I can work on something else with him. <laughs> yeah. So I understand you kind of go with the situation you're in, what you have accessible to you. Or at the same time, the script might have been fantastic. Maybe the movie will prove me wrong and it'll be an A-plus movie. But it could have been the writer, the director mm-hmm. had something they created, a passion project they were very passionate about. And Brennan Fraser said, hey, you're passionate. I'll help you out. I'll do okay. this movie. Because we all know that Brandon Fraser is like the nice guy in Hollywood. Right. And he certainly did not do that movie for the money. I don't think so either. I mean, if the budget's $8 million, I think he, I think he did it like to be nice. And I think he did it because, you know, why the hell not? Because some of right. us do stuff like that. It's like, why not? Hey, it won't hurt. Right. But I don't think it would hurt him. In the long run, because, I mean, trust is going to overshadow that, for sure. That's true. And I like to think that it's going to be better than we expected. And when you think about it, it's not like Brennan Fraser's out there, you know, selling out to make money. Because he could probably catch on with some random sitcom TV show, some Kevin James show, and he could probably do that. So maybe I mean, he's more selective with his projects. Maybe this movie will be great. Once it comes out, I'm I'm going to watch it somehow, somewhere. I mean, I am. And we'll probably do a whole episode when that comes out. Because, I mean, like, I looked at the IMDb page and it's still in, like, post-production or something like that. And I'm like, for how long? Well, you know what? It would be smart of them. Their budget's only $8 million, but after Trust is released... The Secret of Karma has a way better chance of getting more funding to finish post-production and do those special effects. I mean, to do it right, I would think, wow, that movie needs to invest like another million minimum into their special effects. Hmm. But they they need someone to give them that money. But now it's like, okay, Brennan Fraser, star power, it's going back up. Yeah, Someone might give them the money then. Is it wishful thinking? Probably, yeah. 
But, yeah, but, but their chances have improved significantly. Or they can just leave it as is and think it's like, you know what? This is my Probably project. Probably as is. And hopefully, if it is bad, hopefully it just fades away. It, I, I think it will. Uh, I think once trust comes out, it's going to overshadow it. But then once that happens, it's, oh, yeah, we're going to release this movie. But I'm sure people are going to watch it. I'm sure people are going to probably shit on it, you know, depending on what the story actually is and the type of dialogue and the rest of the special fe- um special effects uh so we're just gonna have to like literally wait and see what happens with that yeah and either way for all like the borderline fraser fans this is not the movie you want to come out no matter what how it turns out the trailer and the poster are not convincing any of the regular casual brendan fraser fans the diehard fans can say no matter what I'll watch it. If it went to theaters, yeah. I'd pay for it. I'd go see it. But the casual viewers, they're not going to be sold on this. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, hardcore fans, I think, yeah, they'll definitely give that support no matter what. And that's what's like cool about it. Because, you know, you like a certain actor and you like the movies, you're going to give their support. But, you know, everybody, every actor does have a movie where it's just like it's a total flop and... It's not that great, but well, they I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> and this is kind of, kind of ironic, but but I would say Tom Cruise does not. And no, you cannot say the Mummy remake of the Brendan Fraser classic. It's not. It's not a great movie. I'm not mm-hmm. even happy about it. But Tom Cruise, oh, yeah. think of I, a bad, a truly bad a Tom truly Cruise movie. Ba- <sighs> I think everybody shits on this one, but I liked it. Um, the one. Is it Far and Away? That one yeah. is like Irish with Nicole. Yeah. Everybody shits on that. All right, that's true. That's true. It's yeah. not a bad movie. But it's but... not. No, it's not a bad movie. It's just that he has a horrible accent in it. What? Are you kidding me? Tom uh, Cruise lived in Ireland for like 10 years just to get that accent. His American <laughs> accent's fake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I liked it. Because I remember in school we would have to watch that for um, for history class. I watched it. I loved it. I don't care. Oh, good for you. Even with the bad accent and all. So let's get back to Brennan <laughs> Fraser. Um, Guys, he's so going to fight me in a minute. At, at this point, <laughs> if you're listening, you've already seen the first episode. Basically, the second episode is where we're all going to be really excited. And this past week, Hillary Swank... I forget what late night show she was on, but she was talking about trust. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've seen too much of Brennan Fraser. There was one. Yeah. There was one news story, so that was good. I'm getting you know really excited for it, obviously. And yeah, uh, I think I, I'm surprised he hasn't done like press for it. Um, but I do know that he's been doing press for his other show, Condor. Right. Yeah, he's been doing some press. Like I, I seen like maybe like two or three interviews with it, but. Aside from that, for trust, other than like when they introduced the entire panel, I think I was like last year, probably. That's the only time I saw um, Frasier actually talk about his character and everything like that. But other than that, I haven't seen him in any like talk show because usually that's what actors do. They do their rounds on every talk show, morning and night show. So it's understandable why he might want to stay away from that. Either with you know to avoid questions about the article, or he just feels uncomfortable 
maybe being on a wide, a big stage, big audience. Like maybe it's just, you know, I mean, cause basically we've recently learned a big part about his life that nobody else knew. So he's probably pretty, you know, self-conscious, vulnerable, whatever the right word is, but mm-hmm. it makes sense why he's maybe not out there advertising or it is possible maybe after the second episode, he'll say something or we'll see. Something. Maybe he'll make an appearance. It's possible. I mean, it's unlikely, but it would well, make sense. I- I would re- I would really love to see him do some a couple of rounds here and there, um, promoting it. Well, it's almost usually required for the major you know stars of a movie or TV show to go and do the press tour. Now I know there's been a couple a couple different videos where he's been talking about his character and the cowboy hats and he's he's gotten really into his character and walking around and um, he's like method acting in it basically in real life with like this whole like. Texan persona, basically. Right. I just assume it's almost like a, like a security blanket, like a safety blanket. Like he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In that I outfit, that. so he keeps the hat on. And I mean, he looks pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm all for it. But I also, you know, I wonder if he was like that, and when he did the affair, I wonder if he was in his, you know, character as well outside of the show. I would say almost unintentionally, because when I watched The Affair, he had the very quiet, which is almost like a classic, you know, Fraser thing with the interview where he's really quiet and like, hey, yeah, it was a lot of fun really, you know, working on this, the talented crew. It was really great, you know, just, <laughs> it was great to come onto this show that's already successful. And it's like, oh man, Brendan Fraser, he's, he's just like an adorable guy. Yes. Who just doesn't like it. raise his voice, but. he No, he can definitely was, do ASMR videos because, you know, he's the whisper. He really is. And even when you watch <laughs> some of his older interviews, like go back like 15 years, he would do that too. Like this is nothing new. So yeah. like even when that, the, the sad AOL interview was posted, like he came across like really strange, but mm-hmm. I mean, obviously his mom dying and like affected his, the yeah, way he like, came I mean, across, but like the whole, the yeah. whispering and the voice, like yeah, that's which very is, normal. The way that he is in real life, he's like super soft-spoken and like um, very to himself versus the characters he's played that they're, you know, they're loud and, you know, they're doing crazy things and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's, it's interesting seeing that. It's like, a, it's like when um, you're a very introverted person, but like at work, you have to be like extroverted, but you're really just like, you go back into your shell afterwards. So that's like who he is, basically. That's exactly how it seems. Yeah. And I've watched so many different interviews on YouTube. And actually, yesterday I found it was a celebrity dodgeball game. <laughs> celebrities, <What>? celebrities <laughs> versus the cast of Survivor. What? Okay, it is hilarious and fantastic. Frazier is playing dodgeball, and he is like really into it. And when uh-huh. the game's over, his team lost two games in a row. It was like uh-huh. best of three. Uh-huh. But he was like, no, we got to play game through, play game through. You know, he was like really into it. Yeah, yeah. I forget That's, the title of the video. Oh, my but if God. You, if you I'm go on gonna... YouTube and search, you know, Brendan Frazier, dodgeball, celebrity game, you're oh going to find God. it. There's a couple different videos. So I feel it, like it, I feel like this. if I see this video, someone needs to make gifts for it. But that's another thing, because when he doesn't do all these late night shows or more interviews, and mm-hmm. the only ones you see are the ones where he's like really quiet, mm-hmm. I would love for him to go on. Does Martha Stewart still have a show? Uh, with Snoop Dogg, they have 
Do you still Are you have serious? that shirt? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. Uh, no, I no idea. But he, yeah. <laughs> I would love for him to go on a show like that where he could have like fun with it and yeah. be more like vocal and like happy. Maybe he's just not ready for that yet, which is understandable. Yeah. But I would love to see that again because I love watching those videos. Like when he was on, you know, the Martha Stewart show m- making that uh, watercolor paint or whatever, you want to hang out with that guy. Of course, you want to be his best friend. He's the type of guy that like will definitely have your back on anything. Like that's the that's your ride or die person right there. Ride or die. <laughs> there was that I, I sent you the clip, and I don't know I forget the name of the show, but it was Brendan Fraser. It was a recent, only a few years old, the video I think, but he was yeah. talking about Dudley Do Right, like just joking around. Yeah, it's called guys. It's called it's by Nightcap, and it's Brendan Fraser goes deep on Dudley Do Right. It's hilarious. Like, yes, I mean, it's all a joke, but I forget what he was saying. Like, studying the is the Canadian guard. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, you're crazy, Fraser. You're so crazy. So everyone, go check out that video. You're you'll thank me if you haven't seen it. It's just once you start searching on YouTube for Brendan Fraser videos, you get like sucked into a rabbit hole of just you get addicted one video after the other, and it's not Mm. even like a scene from a movie. It's just like Brendan Fraser as himself on like talk shows or comedy skits. And let's segue into something else, Carla. Yeah. Okay. So I know I've seen a lot of this on Twitter and I know people are still talking about it. And we, of course, we briefly touched up on it in our previous episode. But the article, the GQ article, people are still talking about it. It came out like what? Like. A month ago? Last month? At the end of... Yeah, a little, I think February like 22nd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a month since the articles come out and people are still talking about it. I mean, and it's a good thing. The Like we were talking... Like we were saying that he was doing... He's been doing press for Condor and, of course, he interviewed with, I believe, um, ET Canada? Or one of those up in... Um, somewhere up there, basically. So he's interviewing in it, and of course the Whisper King is whispering away, and um, that wasn't funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't want. I don't want to laugh and cover it up. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm guys. I'm sorry. It wasn't funny. Um, uh, no, but here's the thing. So they're talking about the Me Too movement, and of course you have Mira Servino and. And him and doing ET Canada or some one of one of those um, networks up there, and they briefly mention about Fraser's you know sexual assault that happened, and you can tell he's like very emotional in it. So it kind of it, it kind of broke my heart a little watching it. Really, you know, affected him in so many ways that he went under radar, like how we talked about the last time that he just. He didn't necessarily disappear. He just disappeared from being in the major spotlight, how he used to be. Yeah, and I've seen actually a few different people post like he disappeared for like a decade. And it's like that's not not really true. He was still making movies, but yeah, he definitely I would be like if a bigger movie came along, would he have said no to it? Probably not. If the Mummy 4 came came along and they wanted him, he would have done it. It's just it sounds like a lack of opportunity possibly from, I don't think it's like he just disappeared because he was still making movies. 
yeah, he was still making movies, but I think because of everything, you know, how he's taking so many tolls on his body from doing all those stunts previously, I think he also stepped away from a little bit from those action type movies as well. Because I mean, like he in the article he explains how he had to get like he was in pain every day doing what movie was it? Mummy. He was in pain doing yeah during Mummy that yeah yeah that he really literally ice packed his entire body in order to do the next stunt because he would do his own stunts, which is not many actors do nowadays, especially taking like a beating on his body like that. So of course it it affected him so much that he just had to step away. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to take care of yourself as well. And I don't blame him for that. Well, you look at, you know, 2008, he had Journey to the Center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. The Mummy 3 came out. Oh mm-hmm. nine, he had Inkheart. Yeah. So three movies that were very physical. Yeah. And they were like literally so he, back to back to back. Right. And so it makes sense to me. Like we've read like why he didn't do Journey 2 and why The Rock replaced him. Yes. You didn't know this either. I did not. Yeah. It's still hard for me to comprehend, but... Yeah, like when I was doing some research, I found out that because the director during that time... Oh, who was the director? I can't remember. So the director was doing another project during the time, and this is how Fraser is so loyal. This is the guy you want to be best friends with. He was going to do Journey to the Center of the... Um, the Earth, Part Two. If only the director from the first one was going to be attached to this. At one point, he was, but unfortunately, he had to drop out because he was going to do another movie, and so he didn't have time to actually do Journey of the Center of Earth. So that's when Fraser decided, well, you know, I don't want to do it if you're not going to do it. Basically, so that's when The Rock took over. He just scooped that part over. Rude. He really did. But I do think it all, when you read about the, the GQ article, him talking about the physical toll on his body, the pain, the surgeries, mm-hmm. it makes even more sense why he wouldn't do the sequel. Like, even if the same director returned, it would make sense that he skipped it because he would still want to do his own stunts. I was watching an interview with him talking about you know, the importance of trying to do all the stunts you can, mm-hmm. you know, any that he can do, he wants to do it so the camera doesn't like cut away from things. Looks too fake. So it's it's understandable why he wouldn't do the sequel combining that with the director leaving. And I think that kind of like it spirals into the next role. Like if he did the sequel, his star power would have maintained over a longer period. Yeah. But he brings it down. You know, he gets to do a movie with Harrison Ford. I love the movie. It wasn't very successful. Mm-hmm. So it's not that he disappeared I think in a way, yeah, sure, he disappeared from the bigger movies yeah. and he chose to do you know, lower budget movies and maybe that's what we're seeing with The Secret of Karma where he didn't want to be in that big, you know, typical movie. He wanted to maybe, one, just possibly help a guy that was passionate about the story. Yeah. You know, and saying, I could go do, you know, some side character in a Michael Bay movie right. <laughs> if I'm lucky <laughs> or I could help this guy do the movie that he's always wanted to make. Yeah. At the uh, literally seriously, at the end of everything, it's just that he just took a step back. That's all it was. He just took a step back, just to like self care, basically. Uh, but if you notice the movies, right, like right after um, his big budget ones, you can tell there's a they all tend to be sort of like dramas. If you notice that, like he went into the very drama route 
So it's, it's definitely pretty interesting. And I guess connecting this all back to Brendan Fraser today, we can only hope that trust works out for him. Mm-hmm. And I know on Twitter we've seen some exciting stuff about him on vacation. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I posted something about it as well. But um, he's in Barbados. He's chillaxing, if people still use that word. I don't think so. I only read positive things, but I took issue with the article. Okay, so the the Daily Mail is really not the best um, site to get your news because you're going to hear some, like, awful things. And, of course, it's, like, basically a gossip column. That's what the Daily Mail is. And, of course, I know you, you took issue with it with, like, the pictures, right? Or I just felt that they were clearly body shaming this guy. All the women who show up on the Daily Mail, they get body shamed as well on there. So Yeah, but at the same time, like, the article... Okay, so it's like, Frazier's back in the news because, one, he told this story about sexual assault yes. as a new TV show. Mm-hmm. So they post these pictures, like, not the best, like, flattering picture of Brendan Frazier. And then they put... Here's Brendan Fraser 20 years ago as George of the Jungle shirtless. I know when he, his like entire body was just cut and now he's like 20 something, right. 20 plus years later. It's like they make him seem like he's like this fat slob. I'm like, no, don't do that. That's awful. Don't, don't treat him like that. It's like you're on vacation. Like, have you ever gone to the beach? So you really think someone's going to look like top model ask whatever at the beach you're enjoying yourself you're letting things go you're doing yourself you're enjoying life that's what you're doing yeah it was just disappointing to me because it's like on one hand oh wow he's having a lot of fun he's relaxing he should but then of course they have to say yeah you're having fun yeah you just told your story about sexual assault but uh you're not looking too good physically so let's put a picture of you 20 years ago yeah what's the point of this crazy Uh, let me put you down right now they're just like proving the point of Hollywood and gossip and all that like tabloid stuff. Yeah. Like he shouldn't want to be a part of Hollywood. He's too good for Hollywood. Because I mean, he's living right now. He's living his best life. He's treating himself to something good. Because I mean, he deserves it. I just think that I know they're, they they got to make money and sell articles or whatever yeah. they do. But ideally, they would have waited a little bit longer. Right. Instead of like it's a month later, he just told this story. Now let's go, you know, body shame him. Because I mean, obviously they do it to other people, males, females, because they got to sell magazines. That's it. Yeah. Well, paparazzis and gossip columns are they're vultures. <laughs> they really are. They really are. <laughs> so all we can hope at this point is that trust is fantastic, and hopefully. We've all enjoyed the first episode, and if this is released today on Friday, on Sunday, we're going to see Brennan Fraser. Yes. So, I'm very excited. Everybody record that. Record it. Record it. Record it. Get your VCR I out. Need, I need for people to you know, record it, make those awesome GIFs, GIFs, whatever you want to call them. I need those. Oh, okay? I need those for my memes on, on Twitter. You guys love it. Oh, no. You guys love those. I need them. I am shocked. It's it's so amazing. When I, the one had like forty three likes, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on? This is great." Oh, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everyone listening, you know, thanks for listening. Yes, we love you all. You've been great Thank so you. far. No hate mail yet. No hate. So yeah, that's cool. Don't no hate mail just yet. Chances are maybe after this one. I don't know. Who knows? Oh yeah, probably. I mean, because you got to remember, I love all of his films. If the secret of karma was going to theaters. I would pay to go see it. It's just I don't think they're advertising it correctly. No. 
And I want the best for Brendan Fraser. We all do. He deserves nothing but the best. He's like he's like someone you want to protect the entire time. He's like your child. He's like I don't know, like a puppy or something. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. So when I see those <laughs> pictures of him and the that that article, it's just you know I want to get rid of that. Just yeah, that's nonsense. Leave the Whisper King alone, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow our podcast at B Fraser Podcast. Yes. Or my personal account yeah what's your personal account daniel what is it tell us my name is daniel steven at stuck on sorna and mine is at kickapoo um also we i put on our bio and the twitter like our handles and also like the link to the itunes and um our email as well so you can you know if you don't make it all the way to the end, you can always go to our Twitter page and click on there. So you can be our friends. You can be my friend. I say a lot of stupid stuff on my Twitter, on my personal Twitter, but I don't bite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can be my friend too. Add me. I'll no. maybe follow you back if I remember to. No, don't I'll follow say, oh, him. So-and-so followed no. you and then I'm like, oh, I got to follow them back. Don't do it. He has way too many friends. On purpose. He has way too many friends. So many. I don't have... A, it's Twitter. It's all fake. Yeah, but you still, like, I'm at... I have, like, less... Way less than you. You, you really do. It's depressing. So, <gasps> add Carla. <laughs> tell everybody to add Carla. I feel bad for her. You only have, like, less than 100. Anyways, thanks for listening. Yes, guys. We gotta go. Have a good one. And hopefully you'll listen to us again, okay? So, tell all your friends. Subscribe, like, review. Do all that good stuff. It'll help us get the word out there, okay? Have a good one, guys. Bye.